often frustrated and overwhelmed with what to talk about on my podcast. I know there's a lot. But when the time comes to actually record something, I don't know where to begin. So at the suggestion of others, I think I'm just going to start telling you about my week, my month, the things that have actually been happening to me in real time and not just always talking about the past. I'll always talk about Sky, but I think I'm going to add, you know, little 15-minute episodes here and there to kind of give you a sense of what the day-to-day looks like because I don't always show everything on TikTok. So I'll show it to you here. So I'm currently in Connecticut. I uh, I somehow decided that it was a good idea to take a trip here and stay for about six weeks. (laughs) Which, if I was, you know, traveling Europe or Asia, India, Africa, um, that would be amazing. (laughs) But... It's becoming winter in Connecticut. It's cold as fuck. And I'm currently sitting on the floor in my sister's old bedroom. And that is where I stay with my husband and son. And, you know, we do it because my parents offer. And, yeah, you know, it helps us save some money. Because if I'm honest, I don't want to spend my money visiting Southington. I don't mind visiting. I like it. I like the memories. I, you know, like discovering if <laughs> there's any new things that happen in town, which is like rare, but, you know, I still like to be connected in some way because, you know, a lot has happened here. And, you know, I guess it is what it is. But, the reality is it's very overwhelming. I'm in my parents' space and I haven't lived with them in years, uh, over a decade, um, more than a decade, maybe two decades. <laughs> so you can really see the way, you know, our lives have changed. I moved to California to find you know, myself in a way and to find some healing, to find some semblance of happiness. And it's not that I couldn't find it here. It's just that everybody's version looked very different than mine. And if I was trying out other people's versions, it just never quite fit. So it's just a change that I made for myself and a change that has drastically improved my life. But the thing is, when you come back home, you kind of fall into old habits. The old roles that you used to play when you, you know, you lived there as a kid or young adult. It doesn't matter. Like, that that shit's kind of ingrained in you. You can't shake it no matter who you've become as a person. So when I come back here, um, you know, it's comfortable, but I do fall into old habits and there's a like um obviously a I don't even know what to call it like a shadow a gray cloud <laughs> um just over a, 
a sense of sadness here because because of sky um it's a lot to process every single time every single time i feel like i can come back and i can handle it but every single time i'm challenged in a new way and i'm proven wrong and most of the time it's because i don't know how to efficiently and um actively communicate with my family we've built walls that are essentially indestructible and we never let them down even for each other so (laughs) um when you come to a place where you know you are no longer who you were you're no longer who you were to like what to the memory of what your parents remember you to be um but you also can't even convince them that you're different and you're faced with um just obstacles and that's not even introducing my husband or my son into the picture it just it complicates things so much more and if it was like a week two weeks there's definitely many things that we could occupy ourselves with so you can keep tensions at a minimum you could you know navigate it well like I've done many times before but when (laughs) it becomes winter (laughs) and um you know you're in central Connecticut it is harder to find activities for a four-year-old who is very set in their ways and parents grandparents who don't know how to handle um a four-year-old even though you know they see him every few months when you're so young you you change so fast and you're not the same person you were like six months ago and it's it's tough so my visit here has felt felt it felt good in the beginning But as time dragged on and (laughs) we went through a time change and a season change, we did some traveling and every time we travel, it's, it's hard to keep things straight. So there was, you know, a series of inconveniences that have been peppered throughout this trip and we're pretty adaptable and make the best of things. But when you travel with more than like one other person you know things get complicated you know that things don't happen exactly on a timeline because there's just too many variables if there's more than one person involved so I've been trying I anticipated being in New York on this trip and having time to myself to record something that I could be proud of, that I was excited to put out, and I couldn't. I'd got nothing done. And that's why I find myself here um, at the tail end of the trip, sitting on the floor in my sister's room, trying to explain myself, I guess. Trying to explain what it's like to 
create content and talk about grief in a way that I guess makes sense because no matter how much time has passed, there are always reminders, especially when you go back to the beginning, when you visit, when you sleep in, when, you, when I sleep in Sky's room. And actually this trip, I've had such a, uh, I think it's an amazing idea. Um, I want to get a billboard for the podcast and set it up in Connecticut because my mother had an experience the other day, which kind of rattled her. It took her by surprise. She was at a store and she saw a familiar face, couldn't place it, but the person, um, turns out that they, their child went to school with Skye and they wanted to know how Skye was doing. And this is the same town that Skye grew up in that my parents never left. And they didn't know about Skye. They hadn't heard the news. 14 years ago, they hadn't heard the news. Any efforts otherwise never made it, never made it to people's ears and eyes. So, though it feels <laughs> too little too late, um, in some regard, I think in the grand scheme of things, I think a billboard in Connecticut is amazing. I think it could get people talking. It could be like, oh, what the fuck is this kind of situation as you sit on I-84 on your morning commute or heading to school or whatever. So I got really excited. Something about me, I get really excited and I want to do it now. <laughs> I get real energized. I'm good on working on a project for about a week, I'd say. But if I have to sit and think about it too long, I will talk myself out of it and I will stress about it. I will start thinking that the people that I'm trying to reach out to start thinking I'm a flake and I'm not serious about it. I get real overwhelmed on top of just it being a difficult topic. And then I was thinking, but what happens if I never put out another episode again? <laughs> I know I am slow when it comes to this, but the topic sucks and I can't apologize for that. I'll get to it when I get to it. So all of that, um, you know, rattles my brain. And then, of course, I'm here <laughs> in my parents' house. Um, my son has just turned four and he is um, spirited, to say the least. And then my husband is like overwhelmed. <laughs> it's just a lot. And the thing is, another, another thing is my husband usually comes in. He works while we're here. And he does the art to the podcast. And I wanted, I envisioned the billboard to, you know, use the podcast art in, to some degree. But he's overwhelmed with like the work that he has to create for his clients and then my excitement like knows no bounds when I want to get something done. And that puts extra pressure on him. So, needless to say, it's kind of been a stressful trip. <laughs> but ultimately, 
um, at this point, my husband is all done with his work and he was actually pretty quickly able to um, get the design done. And at the taping of this, um, I don't have the artwork released, but I will release it shortly. And I'm really excited about it. It's the first thing that I can actually do that feels tangible. I'm well aware of the realities of having a missing family member, a family member that's been gone for 14 years, that is in a different country. I'm aware. But this is the first real tangible thing that I could do for my story, you know, and Sky's story, and just kind of uh, shining a light on the systemic issues that people face when dealing with (laughs) a missing person. It's not easy. It's not cut and dry. It's not black and white. And it's not what you see on TV. And yeah, I guess, you know, as I'm saying this out loud, I am (laughs) trying to forgive myself for just, you know, feeling like I let myself down. It, It is a lot. Maybe this is a good idea to do a short episode where I can kind of process things because, yeah, none of this is easy. And you can't solve things on a timeline, you know? You have to process. It's ugly. It's exhausting. (laughs) And you have to be kind to yourself. And I think I need to work on that, you know? 